I did tune in the PWHL on the weekend. I thought they did a really nice job of television presentation. The game that I caught bits and pieces of it on Sunday afternoon. So the league's been up and running for a little bit, and so far, so good. Seems like it's working beautifully, and I'm sure there's a long way to go on this, and the backstory is amazing. Joining us on the show to talk about it is sports lawyer Amanda Fowler. Hello, Amanda. Hi, Brian. How are you? I'm doing great, thank you. So a few weeks into the season, I know you're watching very carefully. How do you think things are going? Yeah, first of all, thank you for having me here. It's uh, it's great. Um you know, like you, you said so far, so good. And I, I totally agree with you. Um, I think the teams are looking really competitive. The games that I've caught as well have been really great. And they've been broadcasted on multiple streaming sites, including TSN and Sportsnet. And they're being shown in prime time as well, which is really, which is really awesome. Why do you think it's uh, taken? Oh, sorry. Why, I was just going to ask, why do you think it's taken so long yeah. for this sport to kind of catch on? Does it, does it all revolve around TV, that kind of thing? Yeah, I think in part it does. Um, I think with respect to hockey in particular, uh, the CWHL, the Canadian Women's Hockey League, collapsed back in 2019. And in my opinion, I don't think it was run the way it could have been or it should have been. But the PWHL, I think, has done it right. They have two massive investors, Mark Walters and Billie Jean King, Mm -hmm. who, you know, are icons in and of themselves, and they are just successful in their own right. Um, but they've also implemented a for-profit model this time, whereas previously it was a non-profit model and players weren't paid. So we've, we're seeing a stark difference this time around. So I've got I've got a lot of optimism and hope for this for this league. Well, obviously, female hockey has been very impactful at the Olympics. You just watch Canada cheer on Canada at the Olympics because we're good. Right. There's that. But uh, <laughs> yeah. the other thing, too, and you just pointed out female hockey players have never been paid like male hockey players. It's baby steps to get towards uh, anything. And in this particular case, I'm guessing it's going to be the same way. Or is that a guy talking? (laughs) No, I think you're right. You know, it takes time to build uh, a fan base and it takes time to develop the game itself. And, you know, the NHL was founded in 1917. So it's taken a while for that to take off. Um, Same with, you know, the NBA and the WNBA. But, um, Yes, I think you're right. I think we do have to give it a bit of time to grow organically because gr- organic growth, I think, is the is the key to everything. Um, I also think that women's pro sports have been stuck in a bad cycle. There's been a pattern of low investments, low sponsorships for female professional athletes, and then as a result, low media coverage. Um, and I think if we can get those on par and those running smoothly, um, Equitable pay for female pro athletes will change everything. And when I mean when I say that, I don't mean that they should be paid. You know, PWHL players should be paid the same as NHL players next year. What I mean is um, increasing pay and income opportunities as performance increases. And uh, so, so media, I think, is one of those tenants. So clearly, you need TV ratings to kind of get things going. Then you need sponsors to come on board, which it seems like uh, seemed like it was a pretty good list of sponsors that I saw, which is fantastic. It's just uh, I used the term baby steps all the time, and, and you just pointed out NHL. That's apples and oranges comparison to me. I'd rather look at what is being done good with the PWHL, and I, I like the way they're starting. I think I'm very impressed. Me too. Same here. I think we're both on the same page. 
Um, and so, yeah, you're right. I'm really eager to see how everything, you know, how the rest of the season pans out. And I'd love to see what uh, some of the ratings are by the end of the season. Yeah. Uh, so I'm casually watching. But obviously, women have got to watch. I mean, you've got to support this league. And uh, do you see, and from what you're hearing, are you finding that that's what's starting to occur here? And I know we're only a few weeks in. Yeah, I think, you know, to your point, I think it's not just women who need to step up. I think it's every fan that needs to step up. Okay. Female sports are fantastic. We've seen, we saw the Women's World Cup this summer, uh, the WNBA, the quality of play is incredible. And I think we need to remember that um, women and men pro athletes are essentially doing the same job, um, the same commitment. And really the only difference is the the pay. Um, But I, you know, I do think that there is light, you know, at the end of the tunnel. Um, I think everyone needs to show up and not just, you know, show their love, but take that love and translate it into um, spending money, you know, going to see the games, watching TV, put that investment in. And like I said earlier, you know, this investment has already happened. We're already seeing the ball and the wheels in motion. People love um, women pro sports. And I just think that, um, that needs to continue. Hey, I, I saw the TV numbers. Christine Sinclair's final game uh, pulled in. There's somebody oh, in a yeah. different sport, pro soccer. You need icons to push every sport forward, and she certainly was one, was she not? Oh, I totally agree. She's one of mine. Just uh, unbelievable what she did to the uh, game of soccer at every level. And you need to have, uh, you know, when I take a look at you, you got Cassie Campbell-Pasco is um, involved and the, you've got the right people in place. To, and then you've got to get to the grassroots level. It's just, it seems like it's coming, but slowly. But what do you think for people to see women's sport in a new light in the future? Do you need more people like Christine and, and others to step up and uh, and they have to be highlighted? Yeah, yeah, you're right. And I think we're seeing that. Um, We're seeing a number of those players getting the spotlight. Um, But what I also think is important is when a when an athlete or sorry, when a fan or a, you know, a young player gets to see their role model, um, whether it's on TV or whether it's on, uh, you know, in person, I think that's going to, you know, spur um, excitement. And it's going to show that you know, you can go into pro sports as, as you know, into female pro sports and make that a viable career. So having those icons, I think, is really, really important for the longevity of the game and also for its success. Because if you can generate that next generation to get excited and more of those players, yeah. you know, want to go play for the PWHL, then you're going to start to see the ball rolling again, where now more investments are going to come in because you've got more fans, you've got really high quality products, and as a result, you're seeing higher salaries. It's, and fu- it's funny. Cycle- you mm-hmm. just you just nailed it, and I'll tell you why. Because I don't remember my very first hockey game, but I remember the first NHL player I ever met, Jean Beliveau, back in the '60s, and that was. So you're right. Getting a chance to meet the players away from what they do on the ice is huge. I just think that you're right. That's that's going to be that's going to be a real game breaker for everybody. Hey, Amanda, yeah. we're, we're tight on time. Got to have you back again another time, okay? I would love it. Thank you very much, Bryn. There's always stuff a sports lawyer can talk about. So uh, thanks for your time, Amanda. 
Anytime. Take okay. care. Amanda Fowler joining us on the show, talking about the uh, PWHL.